Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to It Could Happen Here, the podcast where the situation continues to worsen. Uh, the thing that is worsening today is the rights war on abortion, which they are winning and are continuing to win, is not contained to simply abortion. It has been spreading. It has been getting worse. And yeah, with me here to talk about it is Crystal, who once again is an abortion worker, an abortion union organizer, and on the on the on the the, the board of a bail fund. Uh, not bail fund. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I'm getting my I'm getting my I'm getting my funds crossed in my mind. On on the board of an of a of a Jesus Christ. You want to start like, over? Yeah. Okay. Let, sorry. Let's that sorry. I probably shouldn't have said that. No, no. 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 This is this is entirely my fault because we've been doing so much bail fund stuff that. I mean, they're both I, good. Yeah, it's like when my brain thinks <laughs> yeah. fund, it just goes to it just goes to bail fund it's now. All because, things that are good. Yeah, you know, abortion like, funds. That one. Yeah, we could just leave that in. Screw it. You know. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll, we'll 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 leave we'll we'll leave me doing that in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. do it live. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, rip, rip in hell, guy who said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, Crystal. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, glad to be talking to you again. Love suffering. I love talking about Ooh. pain and suffering and also the good work that we are doing to mitigate it, but yeah. also pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, we, 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 I think we should start with sort of, I don't know if framing it as a contagion is the right way to do it. I, I think it's probably not, but the way that the sort of the, 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 the ripple, like where, 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 where the sort of ripples of, uh, of of the sort of anti-abortion movements advance have been going. Yeah, because you know if if we're talking about you know it's been a year since the Dobbs decision and Roe v. Wade was overturned. You know what does that mean? What does that imply? What have what have been the what has been in kind of like the aftermath of that? Um, the one thing is that you know the strategies to get to that point worked, um, yeah. and I really hate saying. Like in terms of like they won or we lost because we're all we're in America we're all losing <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're all losing here um, except for the fascists but um so but we 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 have we're seeing a lot of bad things happening because of the Dobbs decision and that those strategies worked um, in our current political environment to to get us to that point and. And I mentioned before, you know, it, death by a thousand cuts is, is is kind of like one of the ways in which you can describe the strategies, like um, nonstop bans, nonstop restrictions, just a constant onslaught, um, basically uh, uh, bans that are 
they're copycat legislation. You know, they're they're being pumped out. Um, people can just like literally plug in the templates and share them, and it can be applied to a number of different things in different states and and um, you know, copycat. Uh, copycat legislation. So it, it worked. And we're, we're where we are because that strategy worked and did not get enough resistance. Um, not enough was done to combat that strategy um, on the left with Democrats. And it immediately spread to the next autonomy-based issue. Because, um, And not saying that it didn't start before that, because, you know, these fascists have been going after all kinds of issues of autonomy for decades. Um, abortion being one of them, um, you know, prison, uh, prison abolition being one of them, and then also trans healthcare, um, and just you know LGBT in general, but like specifically yeah. trans healthcare that we have been seeing. Um, we are seeing a lot of the same restrictions and bans uh, spreading to that very quickly, like faster than I, I mean, like I knew things were bad. You would think that I would just like, you know, expect the worst, but like, I, I didn't think that we would see the legislation for like, the anti-trans health, uh, healthcare and gender affirming services legislation move as fast as it has. Like I should have, and I didn't, and it's been incredibly fast. Um, and, and it feels so similar. And I should, I don't even want to say it feels similar. It is. Like it's when I when I'm seeing it happen, I'm like this is the same thing. They're using trap laws, which are laws that um so uh target actual providers. I mean, I guess you can't really call them trap laws because abortion provider is in yeah, that well, but and also, it's the same. there's the whole trap thing which we're not gonna get it we've, oh, we've done that in shoot. other episodes yeah yeah but <laughs> Just i mean go listen they're to called trap laws and abortion because, services yeah, but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um uh it's the same like type of of restrictions and bans and we're seeing them spread to 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 um those kind of healthcare services so it's impacting other types of healthcare services and it's I, I and I'm seeing a lot of the same legal back and forth where it's like, oh, this law went into effect. Like for example, in Florida, and oh, now um, it's being challenged in court, so it's it's not being um, uh, it's not enforced right now. So it kind of go back goes back to the way it um, does before. Which I mean, it, it's always good to see a restriction um, temporarily paused and a ban temporarily paused because that relief is needed. I I I see that in abortion care. Like when, when there is a ban that is temporarily reversed by the courts, it is like, thank, thank God. Um, I'm so happy. You know, we get some relief. We can, we can see people for their healthcare services tomorrow. However, that back and forth is incredibly confusing and creates confusion and chaos on, and, um, and, like on a mass scale, because it's like, can I access these services? Can I not access these services? Can I get these services in the state? Do I have to travel out of state? Um, it's more than like the individual can keep up with. And confusion is the point. So like when I'm seeing some of these um, bans related to trans health services, uh, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm glad that I'm pretty sure I have to admit I have not read the news in the last couple of days. So I don't know if this has been walked back, but it seems like uh, Florida has some relief right now. But I just know what that mass confusion looks like for individuals. And I'm like, this is so similar. Oh, my God, this is this is the same type of fight. This is the same fight. And and I I think, you know, because like this is also another thing with the media is just just like active accomplices like. this is this is a kind of thing where like it it, it is really easy to look at this and go like they're doing this on purpose they can generate fucking horror stories which i don't think is why they're doing it i think they're doing it because they're transphobes but you know like Mm -hmm. one of the one of the things that's very that's just fucking awful about this stuff is that like the the people who are reporting on this don't understand how these laws work and so you know, like I mean, like I do. This is my job, right? Like I cover this for a living, and I will read a report about something, and I can't tell what the law does because the person writing the fucking the this the stupid ass journalist who they've hired, who like have never talked to a trans person in their life, and like are only tangentially aware of what the law is. Like, like the, the 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 concept of the law is something they were introduced to two years ago, mm-hmm. like. They don't fuck. They don't fucking know what these bills do, right? So you have to like go actually read the bill, but that doesn't help because you know this. This is yeah. This is like this is I think a very similar strategy of like there's there's this way in which like constant onslaught, constant sort of 
confusion, constant terror, and also, you know, in the way that the strategy right now that it, that is being sort of relied on to stop this stuff is through the courts, that that is very similar to what the entire struggle over abortion rights looked like. And, you know, we know how that ended. It, it doesn't, it didn't work. And it's not yeah. going to work with the with with trans rights either, and like it, and and you know, and, and I think something that like we're we're going to see more of, as you know, because like I wonder some of these bans will be struck down, but you know, you're going to get the abortion thing where it's like okay, so you like one ban gets struck down, so they pass another one, then you just keep passing them until they can find one that their fucking judges will. Maintain. Yeah, they they like reintroduce bills that are like practically the same thing but like slightly different. Yeah. And they just like retry stuff after doing like political shenanigans and and I and we're still we're still doing the the legal back and forth approach in abortion care. Like it's still the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Like it, it hasn't changed and seeing that also happen it's like well people need healthcare now. Like with abortion care and trans healthcare, it's like you need that healthcare when you need it. Like right now, today, tomorrow, and when there is confusion and this bad, like the the, because the courts take forever, like it it's and it changes a lot and it's confusing when you see the news stories like you were saying, so it's inter- interfering and lowering the quality of accessing, like lowering the quality of that healthcare and accessing that healthcare, like the experience of accessing that healthcare now, like today, and it's it's cumulative because like you. You, you lose the ability to keep track of what you have the right to do and what you don't. And, and these are, these are the same, like they're issues of controlling your life and your body um, and of privacy as well. You know, your ability, it's like your business, it's your body. Um, and, and the state is getting in the way and, and it hurts so much to see this happening to even more people because like it, it's, it's hard enough watching what happens to people who need abortions um, and seeing what they go through and then having to see even more people who are also trying to access healthcare to help them um, have control over their lives and their bodies. Also having that, you know, having that impeded and, 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 and taken away from them to with a different type of healthcare and seeing like that is just like, Oh my God, like not only were we able, we were not able to, um, maintain these services in this country and and we're also seeing it happen to another type of healthcare um and and another thing too is like abortion providers are also trans healthcare providers like yeah it's it's like body stuff it's like you know like it's they're they're like often the same building yeah like like planned parenthood does both yeah you know, people who get mm-hmm. runs through planned parenthood because yep. And a lot of independent clinics too. A lot of independent abortion providers also provide trans healthcare as well. Um, and, and gender hormones, uh, uh, gender hormone. I keep saying gender hormone, even though that doesn't make any I'm sense. The, Why do I keep saying that? <laughs> but hormone therapy services and gender for me, yeah. I feel like I'm like combining those together. But um, um, they offer both. Yeah, like, but but that also means that like if you if if you knock out a clinic for like. For one of the reasons, you've also knocked out the services for everyone else too, right? So, like, it, it's you know, and and I, I think this is something that's very important about the way the right sees this. Is that the right sees this as the same fight, very clearly, mm-hmm. and that I don't know. I mean, I I think I think in terms of the people who actually do organizing, I think it's it like it's understood that it is the same fight, but I don't think it is as much in the general public, even though. The, like for the people you're fighting against, they are you know incredibly, like viscerally and disturbingly clear about, yeah. like what what they want to do and about the fact that you know like destroying people's autonomies and using the state to take control of, I mean just like literally physically take control of their bodies mm-hmm. and define what they are, which is something they do like you know I mean then this is this is this is the thing that's been happening in, in these anti-trans bills too is like they've been like. Like legally defining what a woman is by like yeah. reproductive apparatuses and stuff like that. Yeah. And that that's disgusting. And yeah. it and it and it makes me feel just like disgusted as like a, just like seeing that because like I feel like I don't even like fit some of the criteria that no like as disgusting. as a cis woman, I feel like yeah. it like and I'm just like, oh my God. And we're also like we're punishing people for not having like 
perfect health and like perfect pregnancies and being born into the body that, you know what I mean? Like people are being punished for not being the ideal. Cause like, um, and I've asked, I've like stupidly asked this out loud where I'm like, you know, I've asked out loud, like, why are these bands so restrictive where people who are pregnant and, you know, like they're just not having a perfect pregnancy, like there are complications, like which, which happen and they're like being punished for not having the perfect pregnancy by these laws, like these abortion restrictions. And I'm like, why would they do that? Like, why, like, how can you not know that pregnancies go wrong and how would you not know that? And then somebody said to me, they were like, well, you know, like Eve was punished with the ability to, with dangerous pregnancies. Like if you look at their religion, um, yeah. like it was a punishment. So I'm like, yeah, like they're, they just believe we should be pun- like punished for not being born into the right body, not having the perfect pregnancy, not um, wanting a pregnancy, you know, like you're being punished for not inhabiting the ideal because they believe that it is a, it's a punishment just like, in, I guess I'm trying to think of the word like naturally intrinsically or something. I don't know. Um, and I don't subscribe to that ideology, yeah, but no. it's being forced on us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think there's this way in which people have people have this tendency to conceive of like neoliberalism, right, specifically as this thing that's about like the retreat, the retreat of, of state power. And that's never been what it is. Right. What, like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, you, if you look at what neoliberalism actually looks like, it's fucking abortion bans. Right. Like the people who are pushing that are the people who pushed Reagan into office. The, the actual point of the state in neoliberalism and this and, you know, and this is one that's incredibly compatible with the sort of like with the sort of religious fascists that they allied themselves with in order to come into power. Right. The, the way that's actually manifested is, is just through the state directly taking control of your body, because, you know, like people people aren't actually fucking natural market subjects. They're not. Like a woman is not as as these like stupid assholes always insist is like oh it's someone who gives birth like no that's just like yeah, not true it's not. it's not even true it's not and so and, be, and because it's not right but people because that's the image that they have to like force you into the only way they can do that is by using state violence to physically take control of your body and shape yep. you into the thing that they think you are yep yep and and they're like n- none of this stuff is siloed like you know. Like pregnancy is related to abortion care, is related to um, just like trans care is like embedded in all of that as well. Um, uh, trans people get pregnant and, and have abortions. And also in terms of hormone therapy, more like, you know, um, like people besides trans people need oh, yeah. hormone therapy as yeah. well. Like, like none of these things are a silo by themselves. Like they're all kind of embedded together. And the effect of that is that it's kind of become impossible to be a doctor and a healthcare provider um, for a lot of these services because they're so entwined. And because like, you know, we all, we have our bodies and like our, our bodies aren't in separate like contain yeah. our body parts aren't in separate containers. Like they're all <laughs> like, we're like all connect, like it's all connected and you can't really have one without the other. And, um, and now we're seeing doctors who can't safely do their, what they have to do, like provide like the healthcare to the, to like appropriate medical standards um, within these laws that exist. So you see doctors who are like, wow, I can't actually perform the healthcare that I need to perform without potentially losing my license. So I'm just going to leave the state. So you see a lot of doctors, uh, there's been a lot of news stories about doctors, particularly um, the ones that I've seen, I'm sure that there's other types of doctors too, but like, you know, um, obstetricians and uh, OBGYNs who are leaving states because they cannot safely practice the medicine as it's, as, you know, as science and medicine wants them to, um, you know, like without risking losing their license. So they're just leaving. And these are states that need those doctors. I mean, there's a lot that can be said about maternal and infant mortality rates in the United States. So the fact that you have OBGYNs like fleeing states and, 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 and and I'm sure these are states that need those doctors and have low standard, um, like low, uh, or have just like low quality, um, uh, outcomes or like bad outcomes when it comes to, uh, uh, maternal and infant mortality. And you're seeing this and it's like, well, this is just making all kinds of healthcare worse. Like it's becoming less safe to just be pregnant in general, even if you are carrying and delivering a pregnancy um, in these states. And I'm sure that you're going to see this also happen because of 
to these trans healthcare bans yeah. is that you're going to see doctors fleeing in areas in which those doctors are needed because they are at risk of losing their license and not being able to practice. Um, yeah, and, and another thing I think that's very similar mm-hmm. between these two things is like there's just not that you know I mean, we've we've talked about this more broadly, like in a lot of the in, in a lot of the coverage of like I've done on the show about labor stuff, healthcare labor is that like. Just everywhere, even even in even in sectors where like there's no there's no sort of legal threat, right? There's there's just massive labor shortages because these mm-hmm. these for these for profit healthcare companies are you know don't want to fucking bring in another person on a shift because that costs them more money and that's less money that they can pocket. And you know and, and yeah and 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 both both abortion services and trans healthcare are fields where I mean there are just there's just not that many people. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like the, the 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 numbers are so small that like like I can I can ask my friends and they know like every provider in the city. Yep. Oh yeah. It's and, it's like two providers. Yeah. Like, like two I, abortion providers. Like two, like, I, two places to get hormones. It's like <laughs> and and this and, and again this is impl- like I, I live in Chicago right this is a place where it's like it's pretty easy to get hormones. Right, compared to, I mean, this is this is like comparatively, one of the, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like, but I mean, like, like genuinely, like this is a, this is the thing we, you know, this is like if you want to get, like look at other parallels, right? This is like Chicago has always been, I mean, not always, but for, I mean, like half a century, probably longer than that, has been a place where people, like trans people from around the country, particularly from the south, have like uprooted their lives and fled to because it was a place where you could actually get care, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, but even here, it's fucking hard as shit. Like, yeah. it's it's really hard. And yeah. you know, and and a lot like the like like my one of one of the local clinics has been on strike for months and months and months because they're uh, the the place that they work for like slashed a bunch of services. And so, and this like the, this this kind of struggle is, you know, like the, this is this is the thing that's happening in places where it's even where it's legal, and then mm-hmm. suddenly the state bans it, and suddenly. You know, people are leaving the field, people are leaving states, it becomes even harder. The services that already exist get just even more overtaxed. And it's just like, it's the exact same, like, collapse, just like rippling through the entire sector. And none of these jobs pay a lot either. No, like, they pay like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, I, 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 just in general, like, I'm sure, like, I'm not citing a specific job, but I'm sure that there are... Um, abortion providers like who are like medical assistants and hormone therapy like medical assistants that are making like 15 bucks an hour which is ridiculous considering you're also being threatened with violence um you're also having to deal with patients who who are also experiencing the same national health crisis that you are like you're you're experiencing it together like this is something like it's not like oh i'm suffering by myself as a worker or oh these patients are suffering as individual i mean they are suffering as individual but you know like they're not suffering alone as individuals they're experiencing like the same sort of like um um grief as like a lot of the other people who are accessing the same services as them and it's like while we are all in this sinking boat together (laughs) um and and it's so hard to recruit into these roles. Uh, so, like, we need more uh, more abortion care and trans health providers. And it's hard to get people to commit to that when you you can't live on that. And you can't sustain that. Like, you can't stay in that job and keep doing it for years when you're literally being, like, you're 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 being traumatized. Um, you're experiencing suffering. You're witnessing suffering. Yeah, I mean, that's you're getting suff- killed. Like that that that, yeah. that, that that's mm-hmm. a real thing that happens to and threatened. Yeah, like just like like violent threats are yeah. something that um, both types of health services have in common now, yeah. which is so depressing. But uh, it's it, we're all we're all being threatened by by the right and uh, by fascists. Like I try to like. I, sometimes it's like the right conservatives. I'm like they're fascists. They're, they're, it's fascism. Um, I mean, it's literally like a lot of the people like who show up to this stuff. It's it's like it's literally the same groups of proud boys who show up to like different things over and over again, and they get relabeled by the media as like concerned parents or like the Christian outreach groups, depending on like what thing they're at. And it's like okay, these no. Like these are fascists who tried to overthrow the government and seize yeah. power. Like th- th- yeah. this, 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 this was three years ago. Like, come on. Uh, 
Yeah, I was like, these are people who are actively, (laughs) they are ruining the lives of my loved ones and people in my community, like my neighbors, like they are ruining my and my neighbors' lives, like actively in ways that are just getting worse. So it it is one fight. I, I, I really want everyone to realize that. I feel like it is being realized more and more now. Yeah. Um. But, you know, the the more people who learn it, the better. And the ways in which just I just feel like the the Dobbs decision and the overturn of Roe v. Wade meant more than just people couldn't get abortions. It, I think it, it it's just the destruction of healthcare in general in this country. Um, and it, it, it was it, it turned it into like just like a, a mad dash to do the exact same thing to um health services that trans people need yeah so fun enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Another one of the the parts of this fight, and and I think the part of this fight that is the least popular in terms of, like, who will actually back you, which is both, like, healthcare workers, both doing abortion care and who are doing trans healthcare, fighting what is essentially like a three-way war where they are they are under assault from the right and from the state who are trying to criminalize the healthcare that they provide and, you know, directly target them through trap laws and through – I don't – we need to – figure out another name for the 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 version of the anti-trans laws but you know so they're, they're being specifically targeted by the state and then they're also fighting a conflict with their own employers and whether that's whether that's private healthcare providers or that's ngos who are you know don't want to pay them shit uh you know are, are funnel are funneling all of this fucking money into paying somebody's fucking dipshit cousin like $300,000 a year to be like the the vice executive director of like policy marketing or something. And yeah, and and, and the way, the way in which, you know, this this is this has turned into a union struggle that is deeply like 
it kind of in a lot of ways deeply unpopular among liberals because they just don't they don't see like healthcare providers as workers. Yeah, it it has been such a strange experience union organizing and 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 contract negotiating during a national health crisis and after the fall of Roe v. Yeah. Wade. It was so like, you know, Roe v. Wade is overturned and we got to go to the bargaining table and ask for money. And it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's really hard um, because the stress is so compounded for all of the workers. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I've had um, uh, peers in the community and in, in the abortion providing and abortion advocacy community say things like, you know, you expect a snake to be a snake. Like, you know that yeah. the right is going to attack you and the fascists are going to do, do whatever they can to take away your right to autonomy and privacy. Um, but it hurts a lot more. Like, personally, I think it hurts so much more. And it's been so painful in the last year to see the ways in which the people on our side, the people who have the same goals as us, ultimately, like, of like you know, we want people to have abortions and we want people to um, access health care. And they are to have them hurt you. Um, yeah. Cause yeah. Like, cause like they're not supposed to be snakes and it, it hurts. It, it hurts a lot more. And a lot of the same people don't, I feel like they're the same kind of folks who didn't understand the immediacy of needing to protect. Cause so, you know, LGBT, I feel like we, we, we should have gone harder for the T, <laughs> you know, like yeah. all these years, like how long has we have, we had the acronym LGBT yeah. and like, and it's like this whole time, it's like, we re, like, we, we could have seen this coming. We, we should have, we, it was like, it clearly was like the same yeah. with Roe v. Wade where it's like, they are coming for Roe v. Wade. This is coming. We could have done so much more to prepare. And I feel like in the in a, a lot of the same way, the same people who are like de- devaluing the labor, who didn't do enough to protect abortion services, are the same people who didn't do enough to protect just like trans people in general. Yeah, and, and I I, I, th- I think there's like mm-hmm. there, there's I think, I think there's definitely a sort of expendability thing there too, right? I mean, this is something that it, like very explicitly in the two thousands, like the the sort of. I don't. I don't know what the technical term for them is, but like big gay, like the, the, you know the the big the like <laughs> big abortion the, and big gay. Yeah, well, like, big like, gay know, like the, the the big the big sort of like LGBTQ like NGOs, right? Uh, you're like human rights campaign, mm-hmm. uh, like groups like that. Very explicitly made a decision in the 2000s where they were like, okay, we're gonna drop our demands for stuff like trans healthcare and trans recognition in, in, in order to sort of build a broader base to get like gay marriage and shit. And that, that was a very explicit decision that they made. And, you know, and it worked for them, right? Like, yeah, like we got gay marriage, right? Well, we didn't, well, like, we didn't actually, we got it through the fucking courts, not through mm-hmm. like the legal process. Right. And it took ages too, but like, yeah, but like that was, you know, and, and like they, they eventually sort of came back around and were like, we're trans allies, but then, you know, all of the shit was happening. I mean, this has been going on since like twenty, like twenty sixteen, right? Is like the first, like the first bathroom bills start, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah. it was over half a decade where things could have been done, and they just weren't. And you know, like yeah. it's it's the it's the same thing. Like like people just get used as like like people's health just gets in their bodies get used as bargaining chips. Yep. And I feel like in all, in these all of these situations that we're talking about, it's it's not looking out for the most vulnerable. Because yeah. um, so if you're talking about you know healthcare and ugh, I don't want to say women's rights, I mean it, it used to be women's rights, and then now it's it's just like you know like abortion access, and you're you're not looking like who needs this the most, and you're not looking out for the most vulnerable. And part of that, part of it in terms of abortion services is, is the compromising, you know, compromising on bans. Like, oh, a 15-week abortion ban is reasonable. No, it's not. Yeah, no abortion no. ban is reasonable. But so that's with abortion services. And then with um, with the fight for queer liberation, you know, who is the most vulnerable? Well, trans people have, have been the most uh, vulnerable and not looking out for them. And then the frontline workers, like who is the most vulnerable when it comes to people doing the, this work, providing these services? The frontline workers, the people who, who don't who don't make much, who, you know, the people who aren't managers or CEOs. Um, and I mean like, you know, senior management and CEOs and things like that um, are, are, 
they're in different situations than the people who are answering the phone and scheduling yeah. and talking to the patients and taking their blood pressure and um and giving them their medication and and uh yeah it's it's just not looking out for the people in the most vulnerable situations it it it's killing us it's literally killing us you have to it's it's just so much focus on on the wrong things when we really should be focused on the most vulnerable all yeah, around. And, and I think also like the extent to which all of these struggles are labor struggles, right? I mean, this is mm-hmm. one of the things about trans healthcare as we talk about it mu- up that much is that like, I think this is sort of a product of like the kinds of trans people who get representation. But, you know, like I think there's a lot of people who think that like the average trans person is like a fucking tech worker in California. And it's like, no, like the like the 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 actual like median trans person like works at a works at a UPS warehouse, yeah, or you know is like a vet tech or like you know does all of this shit that you know works like just really shitty service jobs, and like you know the stuff for like like I mean struggles that like we're not even having because we're we've been like kicked all the way back down to like can we legally exist but like you know things like like people getting housing mm-hmm. right like that that kind of stuff the, like those are labor struggles the struggle for abortion is is also labor struggle because yep. like again like you can't fucking have abortions without workers who do the yep. abortions like they don't mm-hmm. they don't just magically spring fully formed from like the the mind of an ngo like mm-hmm. <sighs> and also like i mean you need you need labor protections in order to access healthcare it's just a fact yeah um like you know because that's just yet another obstacle that patients are experiencing is getting off work. Like, yeah. oh, you got kids and you got to like fly to like across the country to, to access healthcare services and you got to recover from those healthcare services. And it's like, you got to have PTO and like how many people don't have that? Yeah. And, and it works the other way too, right? We're like, but, but like, this is the thing we've been seeing with Starbucks. We've been seeing this with Google too. Of people trying to unionize is like having healthcare is a, is a thing that you're, yeah, your work uses and like hangs over your head, uh, like to control you. And this has been an explicit thing. Like Starbucks specifically did this thing where they're like, "Well, if you try to unionize, like we can't guarantee you're gonna have like we're gonna like get rid of your trans healthcare." Oh Jesus! Yeah, and so, like you know, and like this kind of like you know that that's like like them just like dropping the mask and saying the quiet part loud. But like you know, th- like people's people's access to healthcare is a like an enormous union busting tactic. So mm-hmm. it's like it's literally just on like on both sides of of the struggle. Like it is, it is it is just at all levels a labor struggle, and it's not thought of like that. Yeah, and again, like I know I brought up silos before in terms of like types of healthcare, but the same silos. It's kind of like a liberal. It's like yeah. liberal siloing where you're separating the issues, and you can't. Um, they're all connected abortion care, pregnancy care, raising your families, um, police violence, prison abolition, uh, trans health care, labor rights, unionizing, they're all connected. And we don't connect the dots enough, I think, in this country. At least yeah. the the people who have power don't. Yeah. And I, I think the separation of these issues has 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 really hurt us. And we're stronger together, you know, safety and solidarity and all that. So if we, if every abortion care worker and abortion volunteer, abortion advocate and, um, you know, a queer liberation advocate, trans health advocate, just trans liberation advocate, union organizer, um, no, or union member, even if you're like working for, if you're a plumber, you know, um, if we all can identify that we are, it's all one fight and it's all connected we'll be better off for it. So yeah. <laughs> if we can, well, and, yeah. And, 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 and I think something that's also is really important is that like, the, I mean, this is historically like, you know, if you want to look at how working class movements are defeated, it's you pick people off by finding something that, you know, like for example, like it, like one, 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 of, one of the ways you can sort of beat a workers movement is by like that movement, not dealing with the sort of rampant patriarchy in the movements. And, you know, you can radicalize people to the right by just sort of like by like doing sort of misogynist politics. Or you can do the thing that like the you know, this is this is the sort of the Christian democratic strategy in uh, like in Europe was, you know, they they they, they recognize that the workers movements like 
weren't really like organizing women in any substantive way. And so they, you know, they were able to create this massive sort of anti-communist, like, like center right bulwark against like organized labor by like actually organizing women. Right. And, you know, and this, and this is something that they, 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 they sort of do everywhere, which is like, yeah, like if, 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 if you, if you aren't fighting all of these things at the same time and conceptualizing them at the same time, like you will get, you will get picked apart one by one in your individual struggle and your movement will collapse and die. And that's really hard. <laughs> and, you know, like the, the, the deck has been stacked against us, but that that's, that's the cards that we have. And yeah, we have to deal with them. And to, to like be a little bit, like to look more like on the positive side, cause like, you know, it's like, yeah, we, we've had our asses kicked and we've lost so much. We have lost so much. We've lost so many of our, our, our basic human rights in this country. Um, but like abortions are still happening and, and trans health is still being provided. And there are communities looking out for people who are in need of these services and in need of safety. Cause like, it's not just about the basic health services, but you know, you, you have to be safe. Well, you know, if you're pregnant and you need healthcare, you you want to be safe. And then also if you're like a trans individual, um, and you don't feel safe, it's helpful to have those organizations there. Yeah, exactly. That's totally what I have in mind. And, um, on the bright side, like that is like, those are still being like the healthcare is still being provided, even if it has, been decimated and, and, and people are having to move mountains in order to get there. You know, abortions are happening every day. We are, I, I'm still doing, I'm still getting people abortions. Um, there are workers who are helping people, um, get the healthcare that they need, the hormones that they need. Um, and, and there are people like, you know, teaching defense and security and, and working together. And, and we need to continue to do this because I, you know, I am really angry and I am really just fucked in the head now because of everything that I've experienced and had to witness. And it's, it's soul crushing, but I just keep doing it because that it just needs to happen. Like this, people need this healthcare. Um, people need this information. People need to be connected safety and solidarity. And I just, you know, we have to keep going like, you know, um, so we have to defend the workers providing these services. We have to defend people accessing these services, whether it's abortion or, or trans health. And we need to just keep doing it no matter how awful we feel. And, you know, this has been an incredibly hard year and I have had conversations that I never would have wanted to have ever and that are hard to carry with me. And I'm going to carry these conversations. You know, these memories are like in my head now and I'm going to have them for the rest of my life, maybe. <laughs> and and um, yeah. they're, they're in my head, you know, they're there. I've, it's happened. And I'm just really grateful for the other people doing this work and that they're there and that I'm not the only one feeling this way and that we have each other's backs and that we, we do have the same fight. Like knowing that we have the same fight, I'm like, you know, I, that solidarity means means everything right now um because it's more than just like winning or losing like yeah we we've, we've lost a lot and we're continuing to lose a lot but we're all still here and we all still need we still we, we still need like care we we need to to we just take care of ourselves and each other still so um i'm going to keep doing this work i know that other people are going to keep doing this work and I know that there will always be help available, whether, you know, finding it is one thing, but I know that it will always be there. And I try to take solace in that because this is, this is a collective trauma that our generation is going to see out for the rest of our lives and it's going to bleed into the next generation. And there's a lot I hope for, you know, before I die, there's a lot I hope to see. So I hope that I see it.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. To end this on a positive note, because I know at the very <laughs> beginning, I know like when we first started talking, Mia, I said we, we wanted to end on a positive note. So that involves me sharing like the thing that cheers me up the most and that like pushes all the right buttons for me. But there, there have been some good things in terms of like abortion access in the last six months. So I want to share that. Um, it all starts. <laughs> it starts with Partners Clinic. Um, uh, they Partners Clinic is an all trimester clinic in in Maryland, and they opened this year. And um, they were doing fundraising. And first of all, they're amazing. They're an amazing team of workers, um, amazing uh, abortion providers. I love Partners Clinic. They're I just I could not I cannot praise them enough. Um, and. They they were fundraising to open their clinic and have everything that they need and you know you know uh, have money for staff and everything, and it was picked up by um, prison culture uh, more commonly or that uh, that's like her online handle. A lot of people like know her as prison culture, but Mariami Cabo, and she started fundraising for them and she was able to help so much that they surpassed their goal and they opened and now we have another all trimester abortion clinic in the United States staffed by the most compassionate, amazing, hardworking individuals. And that cheered me up so much because um, I obviously love uh, Mary Amacaba and, and prison abolition. I, you know, I'm a prison abolitionist. So seeing her like seeing her, see how the, the issues are connected, that they're like, that, you know, they go together and, and organizing for that, on top of the work that she is already doing for abolition, I was just like so happy to see that. And um, on the topic of all of the all trimester abortion clinics, um, there is another one opening up as well, and this cheers me up immensely as well. They are called the Valley Abortion Group. They're not open yet. They're currently fundraising. I could probably send you the link to post. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Um, put it open in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So they're not open yet. But 
you know, they're getting there and they're called the Valley Abortion Group. Um, they're going to be another all-trimester clinic and they're going to be located in New Mexico. And they're, I just want to point out that their acronym is VAG, which I just, I think is really <laughs> important to point out. Hell yeah. Um, so, you know, we saw partners open and that was amazing. And now we're going to have another one opening up and that's amazing. So, you know, love and support for Valley Abortion Group. Cause honestly, the more, we need abor- abortion clinics, period. Like we need yeah. more of them. Yeah. But Especially all trimester, especially now yeah. that these bands have been pushing people further and further um, along into the pregnancy before they can access these services. It's so important for them to exist. And on this topic, I also want to bring up that, you know, there are stories out there of people who it takes them six months to get an abortion appointment. Six months. Jesus Christ. I just want to bring that up because that's happening. Because um, yeah. I know that I've said like five weeks a lot while we were talking, but like it takes some people six months. So it's really important for these all trimester abortion clinics to exist. Um, and, uh, and for us and the communities, um, that we're a part of to welcome them with open arms and like big love. And also on the same topic of good news, things that cheer me up, prison abolition, abortion, um, access, all of these good, good topics. Um, prison culture, Mariam Acaba is now fundraising for another, um, abortion practical support group, and I, I have to mention this up because mention this because this fundraising is happening right now. Um, so if you go to Prison Culture's Twitter, she's like fundraising for it every single day. But she is fundraising for the online abortion resource squad. So uh, online abortion resource squad, or ORS for short. Um, what they are is they are a entirely volunteer organization, which is why they need you know pay them for their labor. This is really important work that. Daily monitors, moderates, and provides quality posts on our abortion. Was our slash abortion? How should I read that? Um, so basically, our <laughs> slash abortion. So the Reddit, um, the subreddit for just abortion on Reddit, which I think that like when I immediately say that, some people might not realize how important that is. But as these bans have just spread and gotten worse and the abortion access deserts have widened, it is so important for people to be able to access quality information. Yeah. And a lot of people go to Reddit. Like so many people go to Reddit to find out information. So like the daily page hits for r slash abortion is just up and up and up and up. And there is a group of volunteers that, you know, like donate their 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 hours, their free time, you know, their energy to, to give people the answers that they're looking for and to like walk them through a process because a lot of people, you know, they want to help. So they post links. So they're like, Oh, you, you're in a band state and you can't access services. So they just post a link to, I don't know, like aid access, but it's more than, it's, it's not that easy. Like you can't just like yeah, give somebody yeah. a link to aid access and be like, here's your abortion. No, like you need to ask questions. You need someone to assist you, follow up questions. If something doesn't work, like, oh my God, the payment's not working. Like you need help. And, or is the online abortion resource squad, they go into our abortion every single day and they make sure that people get help. And um, they've been doing this labor for free. And now prison culture is helping them basically get them, get them paid, get them money, get them, get them, get, make it so that way they can do that. Like, you know, they don't have to, you know, um, uh, find different, uh, options for employment. You know, uh, they don't have to struggle to get by. Like they, they, there's money sustaining them so that way they can make sure that people have their questions answered all day. And that is so important. Like, I just, like, I just, I never thought, like, if you had asked me like, like seven years ago, if I thought, People posting on Reddit would be life-saving. Yeah. I would have <laughs> totally like just not taken that seriously. But now I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, people are flocking to Reddit every day to try to find out how to get an abortion. And there are people volunteering their time to get them quality answers and make sure that they get the care that they're looking for. And I love that. I I love that. Um, an abolitionist, like a prison abolition, police and prison abolitionist has identified that this is a significant need that um, people in these different communities um, that are typically like a little bit siloed are supporting each other's causes. I think that abolition and abortion go hand in hand. Um, and, and this just cheers me up immensely. And the fact that like there are, are resource hubs online that are, that are like, 
that are coming to bat, you know, like, oh, this horrible thing has happened. Um, Roe v. Wade has been overturned. And what are we going to do? And it's like, well, go, go answer people's questions on Reddit. Um, and yeah, so I, I wanted to share that because I said a lot of sad stuff about how horrifying and traumatic and this all is and how there's so much human suffering. So I just, because of that, I just, I also wanted to, to take time to say like, Hey, there are people making sure that people get care. There are amazing people, um, you know, working to get people paid and get people funding and make it so that way this work is sustainable. Cause like sustainability is its own thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Who like it is hard to fight against fascism. Like it's, we're being, we're, we're having our, our basic human rights violated on a daily basis and we are being dehumanized. And that is incredibly difficult to fight constantly on top of having to pay your bills and, you know, like deal with whatever the heck's going on in your life. So I'm just like, I'm really grateful for, um, Mary Macaba and everyone who has helped her. I'm really grateful for, um, partners and, and Valley abortion group, um, Vag. And I am really grateful for the online abortion resource squad ORS, um, and all of their amazing volunteers. And, I hope that like if somebody is feeling helpless and and like feeling like they don't know what to do in these really scary times they can look toward like look to to these examples and be like well I can I can provide good information to people I can share donation opportunities or donate myself and I I can uplift this stuff um and recognize how valuable even posting online can be sometimes because like <laughs> posting online, usually not a good thing, but you know, if you are helping somebody get healthcare and you're utilizing like, you know, a, a popular platform to spread that information, you're, you're, you're doing a great job and you deserve all the shout outs. So, um, yeah, so yeah, those are some really, those, that's what's cheering me up in the year 2023 as I approach like June 24th um the the anniversary i'm like oh my god everything's really awful but this this is what's cheering me up so yeah i i, I don't know well okay i guess i do know why this is spontaneous leapt le- to my head but the thing that i the thing that i always think about is the the there, there's a zapatista slogan that goes the pot lives the struggle continues mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else. It's, you know, but I mean, yeah, that's the struggle thing. Like, continues. <laughs> look, like the the thing about this, right? Like, there there's a reason that it's a like they have to spend all of this effort on it because there is actually a struggle, and the fact that they have they spend so much effort, and so much resources, so much of their time, and so much of their power on this, like, is also proof of their weakness. That this is not something that they can do just sort of neutrally right and it's, it's something that can be stopped it can be rolled back and yeah i mean the the, the fact that it is a struggle like it in and of itself like implies that they're wrong it, in, in and of itself demonstrates that we are also still fighting and mm-hmm. we are going to continue fighting and one day we are going to beat these fuckers yep i believe it i mean like yeah i i'm like talking openly and honestly about the toll of the human suffering, but I, I believe that we can stop this if we, if we keep going. And I, um, I hope I see that in my lifetime. <laughs> and I, uh, and I think it's, it's a Sada Shakur, I think where, what is it? Where there is oppression, there is resistance. Um, that, that, that makes me feel better, you know, like, cause which, oh God, God, just like, I know, speaking of liberals, there's, I just don't understand the, um, the take where it's like, oh, these red states are getting what they deserve. Texas is getting what they deserve. Florida is getting what, what they deserve. And it's like, no, like they, they're being oppressed and they are fighting their oppression. And I love people in those states and I love the people fighting. And I, I just, I don't know how you can look at that and not be filled with like love and awe. Um, just like in the way that like, I I'm filled with like love and awe when I see like how 
hard people are working to navigate these barriers and to access the healthcare that they need. Like, I'm just like, you are being so brave. You are, you're so strong to do this. And like, not everyone is seeing it. Um, you know, cause like, these are like, you know, private like journeys to get healthcare, but like I'm seeing it and I'm like, God, these people are so amazing and people are fighting so hard and they are continuing to struggle and they're not giving, I mean, some people are giving up because the, uh, like the state is like forcing it on them, but like a lot of people aren't giving up. And I am, I'm constantly in awe about that. Cause yeah, I, I, yeah, it's a lot of witnessing human suffering and people suffer, but also it's witnessing a lot of people be really strong and really fight and for what they deserve. And I'm so glad I get to witness that too. Um, even though I wish, you know, I didn't have to see all the suffering, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm really grateful to see the struggle too. Um, I, I love human beings and (laughs) I'm just, we're awesome. Like we, I mean, a lot of us aren't, but (laughs) the rest of us are okay um putting up a good fight so i think we can win i think we can win yeah um yeah so i i I know we've talked about a few links uh do you have anything else that uh any other links that you want to uh talk about to send people to so yeah the jesus christ do you have anything else you want to send people to so that they can help support the struggles that are going on I don't think I have any additional ones I want to give right now. Um, I, I think that the ones that I, I've i brought up like deserve all of the attention right now. Um, so I'm just going to like say them again. So I know um, previously I, I mentioned the Texas Equal Access Fund, the T-Fund um, in Texas is doing a lot right now. Um, and honestly, the other Texas funds are too. That was just like the one that I see the most. Um, Chicago Abortion Fund is, is doing amazing work right now. Um, Partners Clinic, which is located in in Maryland, like shout out to their team. I love them so much. They are they they are like the light in the darkness right now. Um, uh, Valley Abortion Group, Vag, which will hopefully uh, be opening. I don't know when they're opening, but I'm I'm looking forward to them opening so much in in New Mexico, and and then the online abortion resource squad ORS the saints of r slash abortion. Like I just, um, I want to like shout them out with this like platform that I have right now. Um, so Google all them, check them out, click the links. Um, and then of course, you know, again, your local abortion fund, like it just, just don't get tired of hearing donate to your local abortion fund. Just like say it again, just like write it on the back of your eyeballs. Um, (laughs) it's that, that is, that's what be getting, that's what's getting people healthcare right now. Um, people who can't wait. So yeah, I just like uplifting all those things again. Like um, I'm sure like there, there are a lot of amazing groups doing work. Um, I could probably like take like an hour listing all of them, but uh, like right now, those are the ones where I'm like, hell yeah, this is amazing. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again so much for for coming and talking with us about this. Yeah, I love talking about um, all of the pain and suffering and, <laughs> you know, catch me outside screaming at the sky and shaking my fist and drinking a lot of mimosas. Yeah. In the next couple of weeks. <laughs> this is a rough this is a rough month. This yeah. is a rough month. Um, I'm not happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'm happy about some things. Just um, this is not. It's been a hard year. It's been a really hard yeah. year. Yeah. But I'm happy to be on this podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, and and I I hope I hope all of you in literally whatever way you can, like, do do something to make this better, because. We 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 all owe it to each other, and we we owe it to everyone who has to live under the system that, you know, like has been built in our name to do something, and not to just sort of sit back and let this just let the engine of mm-hmm. suffering keep rolling over more people. And even small things are valuable yeah. too. I feel like a lot of I've known a lot of people who are like you know like oh you know 
I got a lot going on and I can't, I don't know how to, I just can't help that much. And it's like, even the little things you do are meaningful. Like even like $10 is like, like somebody who's traveling's lunch, you know, like that's a big deal. So don't, don't undersell the little things that you can do. Um, even little things are really meaningful right now. Like what you have the capacity for, no one's gonna, I'm not gonna shake a stick at it. I, I think any contribution is, is incredibly valuable no matter how small. So unless you're rich. Yeah. Unless you're rich, in which case. Unless you're rich, then, then <laughs> what are you doing? Like why? Some, there are some people I'm like, why are they like, oh, 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 while I'm here, while I'm actually speaking of rich, <laughs> while I'm on a podcast and we can talk about things, like can, people who can help, like I'm thinking about like Taylor Swift right now, like Taylor Swift can probably donate so much money to abortion funds, right? Because like she's touring right now and she's um, she's having all these concerts in various parts of the world and those hotel prices are going up like crazy. So like I know that she had um, a concert in Chicago recently and oh, yeah. the Chicago abortion fund was like trying to book hotels for traveling abortion patients. So patients who are traveling from Band states to get abortion services in Chicago, and they were paying like way more for the hotel um, hotel costs because of the the local Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. And it's like Taylor Swift donate to abortion funds. What are you doing? You're driving up hotel prices for patients. Just what you, just donate, donate to abortion funds, Taylor Swift. So that's, that's <laughs> what I, I just wanted to add that. Or any artist who's driving up hotel prices. Come on, people need healthcare. What are you doing? <laughs> Oh, what what a wonderful system that we live in. Uh, Wonderful opportunity in this generation to make it not be like that. (laughs) I know, right? Um, Like, I resent having to ask, but still. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I I guess that's my my closing message to the listeners. Go go out into the world and make the world not fucking like this. Yeah. Yeah, can we not? Yeah. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.